This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here on a Friday. I hope you're all doing well. I'm sort of doing well. Got a game Monday, and it looks like it's going to be something of a restart, because it's... I had a game last night, Thursday, and that was the first game I had in like two and a half weeks because for some reason the games kept getting canceled and such. I knew there was one that we weren't going to be able to do, but then it's like everything seems to be canceled. But I got to do, play in the Mythgarther game last night, and it was mostly role playing. So I didn't even I didn't even I don't even know why I took my dice bag out. You know, it goes like that sometimes. But anyway, got some nice role playing in there, and some really ludicrous things that uh, certain players were doing. And better left unsaid. Not exactly for tender ears. Not safe for work. Anyway, even though my podcast, for some reason, is labeled as, as explicit. I don't know how that happened, but maybe I ought to do something about that. I'm thinking mostly iTunes. I don't know. Anyway, I want to talk about note-taking and keeping track of notes. The non-digital kind. I've already talked about digital note-taking. And Larry over at Follow Me and Die Podcast asked what kind of note-taking do I do? Well, I use... I, see, I'm addicted to the graph paper. I really am. I got a couple of pads of graph paper and all of my compo books, because compo books to me are great for plotting and planning. It is really, really handy. And I always get the graph compo books, of course, because I could write on them. It's got lines. And I could also draw something like a dungeon or something because it's graph paper. So I have it right there. I also supplement that with those little 12-page books that I make that have, that are graph paper. I think I've talked about this before. I went over to Incompetech.com and got his graph paper PDF and mainly duplicated it and put it together and things like that so I can make 12-page booklet-sized booklets. <laughs> They're did. They're digital, digital size, right? They're digest size, of course. And it gives me just enough to write down whatever I'm running at the time and use that to run it instead of having the combo book. The combo book's great for keeping track of stuff and stuff that I wrote and planning out the plot and writing out the plot and things like that. But I like taking those little 12-page digest books that I make. Yeah, I just print them out double-sided, uh, booklet form, and... Fold them, staple in the middle, there I am. And like I said, I'm addicted to the graph paper because it is so damn versatile. However, Larry brought up the bullet journal. Good old bullet journal, which has been a recent thing for me. I just found out about it a little while ago. And they sell really nice bullet journals. And what it is is a page full of bullets. They're like... Uh, instead of graph paper or lines, you've got all these bullets that are like gray. They're really easy to use. And I've been thinking of using those. I found out that Walmart has a line of things like this called Exceed 
They've got day timers, planners, regular journals, things like that. But they also have bullet journals. They're all digest size and they're like $6.95. So I bought two of them. I got two blank ones here and they're really nice. They come with a, a little strap to keep it closed and a bookmark sewn in. You know, easy peasy. I got a red one and a blue one. And I've been thinking of using these because I look at it and go in the dots. I go, this is like the grab paper, only better because I can write, follow the dots to write. And then I just use the dots to make the dungeon or whatever map I have to make, which is really, really cool. Plus, it comes with a little pouch in the back. So I can, if I tear stuff out or cut stuff out, I can stick it in here or any kind of reference notes from somewhere else or stickies or whatever really cool like i said they're they're at walmart they're 6.95 they really flooded walmart with this this year because of the back to school they had a really big back to school push so if you go into the office supply section of say a walmart super center that's probably where you'd find them because as far as i know exceed is the walmart brand and there's nothing wrong with it and it's it's really nice so like i said i use compo books i use those little things like that sometimes i use a pad of graph paper Stare it, for some reason, for me, staring at a blank graph paper is kind of therapeutic. It's, it's not like staring at a blank page or a page with lines on it saying, what the hell am I going to do? I look at the graph paper and go, oh, this is interesting. Hmm. You know, I start drawing in it or things like that or bulleting. I mean, I've been bulleting already in the, in the compo books. I just draw a bullet and, you know, that kind of thing. I don't exactly know the procedure is for bulleting. It seems more like of an organizational thing for your life than a game thing, but you can probably use it that way. I'm a proponent of Sly Flourish's The Lazy Dungeon Master. I should dig that book out again and reread it because that seems like it would fall right in line with this. Plus, I have Campaign Logger, and they have a technique on there called Loopy Session Planning that probably fit right in with this with the bullet journal way of doing things. So I might try that out. I don't know. So what else? I've used blank paper before. You know, I've, I've used other things. My favorite thing to do with a pad of graph paper is to take a bunch of D4s and throw it on there. And that's how the, that's how the dungeon gets made. I can do it on blank paper too. Blank paper, I just throw them down and I circle each D4 where it lands. And those are the rooms of the dungeon. And then I connect them with a line write in what they are, connect with the line, and then I go over to the graph paper or bulletin or whatever and draw the dungeon proper rooms because it's easier for me to do that. Just drop a bunch of them like that. And also you can do a five-room dungeons that way. You go, boom, there they are. That's all you need if you're going to do a dungeon. Wilderness, well, you got the books. This is what I've been doing lately. I've been kind of doing a BX thing because I've got... I've got BX Essentials. I'm hoping they come out with the fifth book soon, but i got enough to work with. I've got BX Essentials plus, from Square Hex, i got the BX Monster Reference book, which is a spiral-bound book, which is really nice. It has all the BX Monsters in here. And they give me a bunch of other neat things, too. It's really tiny print, but I can make it out enough with my glasses and it just, it does it. It really, uh, it really does the job. It has monster, number encountered, movement, AC, hit dice, attacks, damage, save, what the morale is, XP, and notes. And things like when you come to dragons, it's got a dragon subtable. And it's got other subtables if you run into, say, like giants, what kind of giant, things like that. So it's got everything in here 
easy reference. I can use the BX Essentials to get the game set up and running, because if they need to like create characters or look at a spell, they could do it that way. And I've got the monster thing here, and I can use them once in a while. They've also come with uh, something called Fossil BX Characterization. Fossil is Fantasy Old School System Index Light, and it's got the classes in here, including the charts. It's got the to hits in here. It's almost like a BX, a mini BX Essentials. Uh, magic user nail spells and pre-spells. In the back comes with a nice little character sheet. I kind of wish I had these on PDF. And it's got a couple of these stickers here, which I'm still puzzling over. Uh, because they're just like, they're stickers, but they give you like the to hits, the to hits for human, elf, dwarf, the character to hits and that gives me a blank monster sticker that's set up the same way as the monster reference so i'm assuming maybe you stick that in a book or something and you just write down the monsters other monsters you want to use that's an idea but it's really nice square hex so i use that bx essentials and whatever notes i have for the game and it's almost like i don't have to take any any books it's really nice you know, if I'm doing a Labyrinth Lord type thing, I may take the, I'll take the books, but they'll probably sit in my bag, but I have them just in case. So that's what I use for note-taking. That's what I use for prepping, things like that. And I'm hoping to get, I've got, like I said, I've got two bullet journals. I'd like to get more, and we will see about that. Anyway, that's my technique. Larry, over at Follow Me and Die, that's how I do it, more or less. Anything to get my scattered brain to settle down and get organized. So, I hope you folks have a great day. And until I see you next time, keep the dice warm. And I'll see you around. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.